Hugh Jackman was seen on the set of Avengers 4. Or rather, a set that looked like the same set that they were filming Avengers 4 on. What? <laughs> what? He was what? Sorry? Dressed... He was also... The photo, he's also dressed as Wolverine? Holy shit. Hello my weirdos and welcome to this week's episode of Making Lemonade. Yes, this is the second part, part numero dos of my solo cast. Um, I have a few more co-hosted casts coming up soon. However, this week I am going solo again. But um, I had a pretty good reception from the solo episode last week, so... I figured I'd keep going. Um, just some quick promos. Uh, if you'd like to see me at any conventions this year, I will be... I have already done Central Coast Comic Con. Um, I'm only doing Sydney conventions, unfortunately, this year. But uh, I will be at Comic Con, Comic Gong next Saturday, the 19th of May. Um at the Wollongong City Library in Artist Alley. Uh, so book your tickets for that. Actually, I think that's a free event. I believe that's a free event. So don't worry about booking tickets. Go to the free event. Come and say hi. Let me know if you listen to the podcast. Um, and then next month, I will be doing on Friday the 15th of June till Sunday the 17th of June. Drum roll, please. Supernova Sydney. So, um, I will be cosplaying that weekend as well. So, if you see my John Hughes Flash cosplay there that weekend, please feel free to come up, say hello. That will be me. Um, I will be the Flash in the hoodie. Um, And that will be at Sydney Olympic Park in, again, in Artist Alley. Um, I am then, uh, then the next convention I'm doing will be in August and that will be GammaCon in Canberra. So I'm going slightly interstate this year, but Canberra's kind of just driving to Canberra. Um, and that will be Saturday the 4th of August. Um, I may be doing the Sunday. I'm not too sure. I do have a wedding that weekend. Sorry, that's my phone. I do have a wedding that uh, that Saturday evening. So I'm not too sure what kind of condition I'm going to be in because I've got to come back to Sydney for that wedding. So, um, But that will be in the Exhibition Park in Canberra, um, in GammaCon. And I'll be again in Artist Alley, as always. And then finally, the last convention I'm doing... Uh, this year will be Oz Comic Con in Sydney and that will be Saturday the 29th of September till Sunday the 30th of September 
and that's in the International Convention Center in Sydney, in Artist Alley. Once again, um, dun, 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 dun. I am currently working on a book. It is called Nina. If you were following me last year during October, you would have seen that uh, I was working on a standalone origin book, uh, just a single issue uh, to tell Nina's history and story as she belongs within the Serenade universe. Um, and I decided to tell her story and begin with that, and then we'd move on from there. Um, so I'm working on that right now. I'm coloring. I'm currently in the coloring process. I'm coloring it on on my iPad. Um, and that is about it. Um, if you would like to be added to my mailing list so you can get all the uh, prompts for new podcasts, new work I do, any prompts on any of the books I'm working on, um, you can follow the process, uh, please email me at jordan.morpeth at gmail.com. And you can be added to that mailing list. I'll be adding the mailing list to my website, jordanmorpethart.com soon. Um, I'm also building my Etsy as of this week. Um, and if you'd like to follow me on any social media, particularly the one I'm most active on is Instagram. I try to post something at least every day, if not every second day. Um, and most of the time I'm putting stuff in my stories and, you know, conversing with people. Um, my Instagram is Jordan Morpeth Art, along with all my other social media, which is Facebook. Um, you can find me on YouTube as well, Jordan Morpeth Art. You're probably listening to this on YouTube right now. Um, we've added... I've added the podcast to iTunes as well. Um, and you can find me on Vero. I don't know if anyone's still using Vero. People still using Vero? I don't know. Um, and you can also find me on Twitter. But I don't really use Twitter that much. So I might, but it's a bit of a toxic social media. Facebook's kind of falling apart too. Anyway, that's the promos. That's the intro. Let's get into the bulk of the show. Um, so, I have added an extra pillar. There's normally... Normally, th- last week I had four pillars to this show, which was the intro, um, there's something cool, how I made lemonade this week, and some shit I need to talk about. However... Uh, this week I've added an extra pillar, and that is comic book news, and illustration news for all my comic book fans out there. You're probably listening to this because you're a comic book fan, because, surprise, surprise, I am a comic book illustrator and writer, so I suppose a lot of people would be interested, a lot of my listeners would be interested in that kind of thing. Um, so, But I'm going to begin with a something cool, and this week, let's start off strong, this week, the song of the week is, and I'm sure you've probably heard this if you're alive and on earth, Um, the song of the week is This Is America by by Childish Gambino. Now, I'm actually going to get in depth with this song in the Some Shit I Need to Talk About um, section of this show, Uh, but 
if you haven't watched that video, if you haven't watched the This Is America video by Childish Gambino, um, and you don't want to be left out, because there will be spoilers, um, if you haven't watched the video and listened to the song, or just watch the video because the song's in there anyway, um, it's on YouTube right now. It will be on my playlist, on my Making Lemonade playlist. Please go and do that. Stop listening to this podcast right now. Go and do that and come back and listen to the rest. And you'll have complete and utter context for the rambling I'm going to do about it later towards the end of the show. However, for now, I'm just going to say that that is my song of the week. It is an incredible song. It is a powerful song. It is an enlightening song. And we'll get into it later. Um, The next next thing my comic book I read this week uh, the comic book I started reading this week because I was struggling to find time to read any comic books I decided something that I'd be really interested in and I was reading Secret Wars last week um, I've yet to finish that but I will uh, but the comic book I'm reading now is Infinity um, and lo and behold that's because I enjoyed the Infinity War movie as we all did um and Infinity, now, Infinity is written and penciled by um, some great artists and story writers. Once I get who they are, I will let you know. Um, Infinity is by Hickman, Chung, Morales, and Ponsa. Um, and this is the latest rendition of the Infinity Wars story, um, and a lot of a lot of the stuff from it has been taken. It was it was released in November 2013. Um, it was written by written by Jonathan Hickman, um, penciled by Chung. Who's Chung? Um, penciled by written by Jonathan Hickman, and the artists are Jim Chung, Jerome Opina, and Dustin Weaver. Um, and a lot of the concepts from this book have been used in the Infinity War film, not on, uh, things like the, uh, Children of Thanos, um, and so on and so forth. I'm, I have yet, I will let you know once I read, because I was told to read this, apparently it's quite, quite a phenomenal, um, story, so, and I'm really excited to read the rest of it. Um, so go and give that a read if you're looking for something to read, uh, my weirdos. And we will move on to the movie of the week. Now, my movie of the week last week was a little hard to follow. It's a hard act to follow. However, my movie of the week this week is not necessarily a movie. I think it is. But the movie of the week is... A stand-up comedy um, piece. Uh, sorry, a stand-up comedy special called Kid Gorgeous. And the comedian is John Mulaney. Um, I don't want to ruin any of this, but John Mulaney has a great style and cadence to the way he tells his stories. And he is hilarious. He's fucking hilarious. 
Um, and please just do yourself a favor. It's on Netflix. It's only an hour long. Go and watch Kid Gorgeous. Uh, John Mulaney's Kid Gorgeous. It is hysterical. I watched it with my girlfriend and parents, and it was hilarious. We were all in stitches. Um, and finally, what am I watching this week? Well, the TV show that I just found last night and have almost finished binge-watching is Cobra Kai, the YouTube Red reboot of The Karate Kid. Now, Cobra Kai is a very interesting reboot because, as we all know, The Karate Kid had many sequels. Um, There was Son of the Karate Kid. There was The Karate Kid 2. There was The Karate Kid Girl, so on and so forth. However, this show is interesting because it isn't, focused around Danny LaRusso. Although Danny LaRusso is in there and he's an automobile salesman and he also runs a mechanic shop um, and he's a franchisee and he's, you know, he's a successful businessman. It's actually focused around Johnny Lewis. Oh, sorry, rather Johnny Lawrence. Um, who is the villain kid from the Karate Kid, the bully guy. Um, and it is a very, com- it's quite a compelling story. Um, I thought this would be a little bit Power Ranger-y. I thought it would be a little bit flaky. It can be at times. However, I was thoroughly impressed and I found myself want- watching more and more and more as the night went on last night. And... Uh, putting myself to bed a little too late, and we won't say what time. Um, but I did thoroughly enjoy it, and I'm going to continue to watch it this evening in my downtime. Um, so, if you have YouTube Red, go and watch it. Go and watch Cobra Kai. It's worth... They're only half an hour episodes, so it's quite digestible, and it's very entertaining. It's a very entertaining, very interesting story. Okay, um, so how I made lemonade this week. That's what we're here for. Um, every single episode, I'm here. And the reason why this is called Making Lemonade is because it's about making lemonade. It's about what you do when you take some lemons and you make lemonade. Um, and how I made lemonade this week, well, to begin with... I finished my Deadpool 2 piece, of which I posted, today is Sunday, so I will be posting it this evening, so go and check my Instagram out, and you will see that, hopefully I'll probably do a YouTube video about it as well, as I do, Um, and I finished a Deadpool 2 piece, and the theme of the Deadpool 2 piece was, I took, so I have a friend, um, Jackson Caspers, you may have heard of him, you may not, if if not, go and follow Jackson Caspers on Instagram. Um, he did a piece where he put Deadpool and Cable in the Bad Boys 2? No, the original Bad Boys poster. And he swapped out Will Smith and Martin Lawrence for Cable and Deadpool. 
Um, and I thought, and that really inspired me. And I decided to do something similar. And what I did was I took a poster from the not so successful, but still entertaining Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson film, uh, Hitman's Bodyguard, or, or rather The Hitman's Bodyguard. And I put Deadpool in Ryan Reynolds' position and I put Cable in uh, Samuel L. Jackson's position and I am quite proud of it and I will be selling prints of that at conventions this year if you guys are interested in picking one up. Uh, The next thing I did to make lemonade this week was I started journaling. Well, I actually started it last week and I think I mentioned it in the podcast last week. I may not have. I don't know. Um... However, I began journaling and there is so many benefits to doing this. Um, I do it daily now. Um, and there is so many benefits to doing this because you can do what is called a brain dump where you just dump everything onto the page that's running through your brain and it's quite therapeutic because all the stuff you want to talk to someone about or you might want to vent about or you might just have good ideas, you just get them out. Just get them out into the ether, um, onto a piece of paper. No one ever has to read the journal. Maybe you want... I write specifically because hopefully someone will read it one day. And there's a whole lot of babbling, but you can sometimes come across some pretty good stuff. And I write to a reader. No reader in in particular. Um, But that's how I write. Uh, and the next thing I did, but I, uh, so in conclusion, I highly recommend journaling every single morning. It's very therapeutic. It's great to wake your brain up. Great to get you thinking, clear your mind every single morning. Uh, the other thing I did this week, and maybe you guys watched, um, I had a live stream on Instagram and I live streamed, um, my Flats, yeah, I was doing flats on um, a couple of pages for Nina. A couple of the center pages for Nina. And I got quite a good reception from it. People really, really loved it. We did an hour live stream and basically just sat there and drew and, um, and answered people's questions on the stream and... It was, you know, it was quite quite a good experience. It was nice to have people join me while I was doing my evening, um, evening drawing, painting, so on and so forth. Um, so if you guys are following me on on Instagram, watch out for those live streams. I'm going to do a few more because uh, they have been recommended um, for me to do more. The final thing I did to make lemonade was I got my passion planner in. In the, in the mail, passion planners. Oh man, these are so great. I have it right here with me. Can you hear this? Can you hear how thick this is? Oh, oh it's so good. So what's a passion planner? So I found these passion planners. Um, this isn't an advert, by the way. I just really love this product. Um, so passion planner, if you are listening, I would love to do sponsorship, um, but I am not trying to belittle your product at all it's actually fantastic i love it i am an advocate of it so what a passion planner is is it is broken up into it's broken up into a whole bunch of in, into months 
and you have a monthly calendar and then you have a weekly calendar. And it's basically just to help you schedule. Um, you have a to-do list at the bottom, you have a personal to-do list, you have a work to-do list, there's a space of infinite possibility, so do with that what you will. Every single week has this week's focus, you have this month's focus, um, people I should see this month on the, on the monthly planner. Um, there's the personal focus, month's focus, and there is the work month's focus. People to see, places to go, um, the not-to-do list, um, and the personal projects and work projects that you want to work on. Then you have the breakdown of a mind map and the month's game changer. Now, the game changer can be whatever you want, but that's the thing that you want to work towards that month, the big thing that you think well, you, you can work towards that month. Um, and every single day has today's focus and then you have your schedule and so on and so forth. So I highly recommend them. I really like it. I am a huge fan of these passion planners and that will help you to make the best lemonade possible. All right, guys. Um, now is the fun part. We're going to get on to the comic book news. Well, this part of the show, this is the fourth pillar of the show. This part of the solo shows is actually about um, all types of comic book news, movies. So we'll begin with comic books, then we'll go on to movies, then TV shows. And they're all comic book themed and movie themed and pop culture themed. So this week in comic books, um, let's begin with the Fantastic Four is returning. That's really exciting. I'm actually super excited for this. Um, apparently, the Fantastic Four. I didn't even real. I didn't even know this up until recently, but apparently, the Fantastic Four haven't had a comic book since 2013, and we wonder why. Well, we all know why. It's because of that not so fantastic four movie um, that we probably should not speak of. Um, I, yeah, anyway, but this is great that the Fantastic Four has returned, um, and it's, you know, the rumours seem to say that it's probably because of a little merger that's been happening with some of the big companies, maybe Disney and Fox, maybe the Fantastic Four, maybe Marvel might be something to do with the comic books first family who knows anyway but what marvel is doing right now is they're bringing back fantastic four fantastic four number one and to set it off real good to begin it real good they are bringing back 20 variant covers 20 variant covers wow they're making it really hard on us to be good loyal comic book fans and collectors um, I know I'll be getting myself one of those covers. I don't know about all of them, um, but I'll be doing my best. And those twenty, but but if you are interested, those twenty variant covers will be um, span across the whole Marvel line, Marvel comic books line, um, and they will be. So there's some fantastic artists. Um, Adam Cubitt will be on Astonishing X-Men. Um, Rob Liefeld, Liefeld rather, will be on Deadpool 3, and he'll be doing a cover, a Fantastic Four cover. Um, there is other people like 
J. Scott Campbell. I really want that J. Scott Campbell one. Um, Umberto Ramos. J. Scott Campbell is doing the Weapon H, number six. Um, and amongst many others, um, like Steve Epting, Chris Sprouse, uh, John Cassidy, Cassidy rather, Travis Charest, um, David Aja, Mark Brooks, Arthur Adams, Alan Davis, and many, many more. Um, this is really exciting news. I'm really glad to see the Fantastic Four come back. I'm really glad to see Marvel be very clever with this. I hope this is uh, due to a Fantastic Four movie coming. Uh, I keep hearing, and I have something about that in the movie section, so we'll leave that for now. But this is really cool news. Um, on to other things. So, I read this thing that said... Now, where is it? I've got to find it now. This is a pain. Um, that's what it is. Now, this Justice League reboot is happening. I don't know if it's a reboot. No, sorry. It's... Less of a reboot, because DC has already rebooted their line too many times. It's uh, it's Justice League number one is coming back. Um, and again, they've got a lot of variant covers, but Jim Lee has just done his variant cover as well. And as an illustrator, you know, we've got to, we've got to look for those variant covers. And Jim Lee's variant cover is beautiful. It's so beautiful. Uh, it's just classic Jim Lee of Batman in the rain, looking immaculate as always. Um, but as well as that, he has shot down rumours of there being a reboot, which there isn't. There isn't a reboot of the Justice League, but the Justice League is bringing in what they're calling the Still Force which is the complete opposite to the Speed Force. Now, they haven't given very much information on it yet, but this sounds interesting. They're also bringing back the Legion of Doom. And Scott Snyder is talking about bringing back the Legion of Doom, things like the Legion of Doom, as well as the Hall of Justice. And will be bringing this still force in now apparently the still force is as it sounds the complete opposite of the speed force which is a force that just wants to stop everything from moving stop the rush and stop the speed and uh, that that's pretty much all the information they've gotten along with that someone will be so one of the new members of the legion of doom will be able to use this still force and that Gorilla Grodd may have a little more of an understanding than Barry Allen because Barry Allen seems to have little to no understanding of this still force, uh, which I found a very interesting uh, story point, very interesting story to begin with. Um, and that'll be very exciting to see along with the return of the Legion of Doom which is pretty cool. Um, in other DC news, uh, Scott Snyder reveals 
that there will be a new ultraviolet lantern ring. Um, and that ultraviolet lantern ring uses the invisible color spectrum. Um, or rather, the invisible emotional spectrum. Ultraviolet, infrared, uh, those kinds of powers. So here's a, here's a direct quote. Um, powered by an invisible emotional spectrum, ultraviolet, infrared, those kinds of powers that have been locked away. Also hints that Sinestro may have already known about this part of the emotional spectrum. Overall, this run on Justice League can be summed up in simple terms with big expectations. So we're going to get the Still Force and the Ultraviolet ring, which is kind of cool. Um, I'm not sure who's been drawing this. It looks like Jorge, Jorge Jimenez. I think that's how you say his name, Jorge Jimenez. Um, the guy who did the Super, Super Sons. I could be wrong. Um, I'll find that out for you. Um, but this is really exciting news. I'm really quite excited. I'm going to be picking up a copy of that Justice League number one for sure. And that Justice League run. Um, it's very exciting stuff. Um, back to Marvel news. The, the great George Perez has drawn a variant cover. No. Has he drawn the variant cover? No, it is the cover. Uh, yes, it's the cover of the Mad Titan Thanos in the Infinity War Prime series. Well, I really need to catch up. I didn't know there was an Infinity War Prime. Um, yeah, George Perez. No, sorry, it is a variant cover. There is a variant cover. The, art and, the original art and cover will be by Mike Diodato Jr., but the Infinity War Prime number one variant cover is done by George Perez, and it is beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. The Thanos piece is fantastic. It's classic George Perez. It's wonderful. Now, let me have a look and see. I think that's all we had to talk about. That's that's comic book news for this week, guys. Um, if you see anything new for next week, please let me know. I'm always looking for awesome comic book news to share. So, the next pillar, not the next pillar, sorry, the next part of the show, uh, onto movies. Movie news. Movie news. Sorry, I'm just, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> um, movie news. Infinity War. Now, as you all know, I love this movie. If you listen to my Infinity War review with uh, my good friend Stephen Quinn, you would know that I definitely love this movie. I've yet to see my third viewing. I hope to do so soon, if I get a chance to. However, um, I did see the other day that iTunes is already taking pre-orders for it, so... I suppose they plan on bringing it out on Blu-ray and DVD and iTunes and digital download before they even take it out of the cinema. So, but Infinity War just opened in China at $7 million. Sorry, not $7 million, $75 million. Uh, 
which is friggin' incredible. Um, that's such a great opening. And it is slowly breaking records. It is running in its, what is it now, May? It is running in its third week as of this week, I believe. 25th of May was... Yes, it will be its third week. Maybe it's its... No, last week was its third week. Next week is its fourth week. So it hasn't even been running for for a whole month yet, four weeks yet. And it's already made $1.2 billion worldwide. It's estimated to do $1.6 billion worldwide. Now, and it's also beaten The Force Awakens in its opening weekend and opening weeks. Or week, rather. Um, Avengers, the first Avengers, all up, um, did $1.5 billion worldwide. And this is already about to push it. I will keep you updated. I'll let you know next week how much it's done because this is a an historical event. This film, literally bigger than Ben-Hur. <laughs> um, and to give you an understanding, Force Awakens did $2 billion all up. Um, the Force Awakens was the biggest film of all time until now. So Disney is rolling in all the monies. They are cheering from itty. That's some really exciting stuff. Um, on other Avengers news, now this is only a rumor, so this is not a scoop. I'm not confirming anything. Just because I'm Australian doesn't mean that I can confirm this shit when it comes to Hugh Jackman. But... In Atlanta, they were filming Avengers 4, Infinity War Part 2, and guess who was seen on set? Now, I've seen the photo, but I wasn't there. There's no way of me confirming it, but I'm still pretty freaking excited, pretty fucking excited about this. Um, Hugh Jackman was seen on the set of Avengers 4. Or rather, a set that looked like the same set that they were filming Avengers 4 on. What? (laughs) What? He was what? Sorry? Dressed... He was also... The photo, he's also dressed as Wolverine? Holy shit. (laughs) I mean, Fox hasn't even signed the deal yet and they're already doing Fantastic Four stuff. And setting themselves up for Fantastic Four and Wolverine. Now, the report I read, or rather listened to on YouTube and heard and read into and did my research on. Don't worry, kids. I do my research. I'm not one of those guys that just looks at clickbait and moves on. The report I read was that Captain Marvel was close to rapping, shooting. They were shooting in Atlanta. So too was Avengers. They'd be doing some Avengers 4 reshoots to move Captain Marvel into Avengers 4. So she's been confirmed as being in Avengers 4, which is also fucking exciting. Like Captain Marvel, Jesus, when, when are we going to get Nova? Are they going to give us Nova soon? Like that'd be so cool. This is such, this is just awesome. Um, but he was seen on set 
in similar with the similar hair in Atlanta. Wasn't next to any of the Avengers, but apparently Captain Marvel's going to start to introduce multiverse stuff into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is pretty friggin' cool. Doctor Strange already kind of did that. And they're just going to expand upon it, I suppose. Um, but why would we not do multiverse stuff? That's the perfect way to get all of the X-Men and all of the Fantastic Four into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, guys. How else would we do it? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's just a report. That's just a rumor. But I had to share that rumor because that's pretty fucking exciting if it's true. Um, and I would love to see Hugh Jackman on the set of, rather on, in Avengers 4. It'd be great to see Wolverine. Even if it's just Wolverine, I will be very happy. I will die a happy man. Um, in other news, DC has just released a trailer for the death of Superman. Um, and this is within their animated universe. This is within their, uh, DC animated universe that they do, that they began with the Justice League War. Um, and that too looks fantastic. Uh, I will put the trailer... The trailer will be on my YouTube in the Making Lemonade videos, um, so you can go and check that trailer out. I'll play a bit of the brief trailer here. I'll play the beginning of the trailer uh, for you, once I find it, to give you an idea of how exciting this is. This is really cool. Um... It's the actual death of Superman, but it looks like it's a Justice League film as well. So, who knows? Must be another Justice League film. Hold on, Lex. I'm picking up something. Does that asteroid look unusual to you? Uh, it's Doomsday. <laughs> this is really cool. This is super duper exciting. Alert. Three leaders down and we only just got here. Need backup now. This creature has not been identified and is rumored to have left members of the Justice League wounded or near death. There's one thing I can't stand. It's a bully. <sighs> An interesting looking doomsday as well. You can't go back after that thing. It's suicide. I have to get back to work. This city needs me. Oh, cool. Very, very cool. Um, so this Death of Superman movie is supposed to be a two part so it's coming in well it says summer, but it would be winter. Yeah, it'll be winter. So it's soon. Yes. Yes, it's soon. Um, 
it's a two-part movie. So the conclusion um, of this will be in 2019, and that is called The Reign of the Supermen. Reign of the Supermen. Oh, shit. Yes. That is a great story. That's going to be cool. Okay. that I don't know if that's the... You guys can confirm for me later, but I don't know if that's the... I think that's the one with the blue and red Superman. Maybe not. Not sure. I'm more of a Batman guy, so I'm not super well-versed in the Superman stuff. But still, I know the reign of the Superman. I know of it. So that's exciting. And that just gets me excited. Um, This movie is going to have Jerry O'Connell as Superman, reprising the role of Superman. Rebecca Romaine as Lois Lane. Oh, interesting. The original Elektra. Um, Rain Wilson as Lex Luthor. Jason O'Mara as Batman. The best Batman since Kevin Connolly. Conroy, Conroy, sorry. Um, Rosario Dawson. Oh, I love Rosario. As Wonder Woman. Uh, Matt Lanter as Aquaman. And Nathan the Man Fillion is coming back to do Green Lantern. He's such a good Green Lantern. Um, Christopher Gorham as The Flash. And Shema Moore as Cyborg. So it's that animated universe uh, cast, which is cool. Um, it's very exciting stuff. I really can't wait to see that. Also, the Predator trailer has come out, um, or a teaser trailer, rather, has come out. Now, I didn't actually know there was another Predator movie coming, but apparently there is. Um, And that is also in the videos. Um, I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'm just going to skip through. But it looks like it's set on Earth. I don't know if this guy, from the director of Iron Man 3, ah, it's the, right. Yeah, looks cool. Um, so that must be Matt, what's his name, Matt, um, shit, the guy who's doing the Batman movie. I can't remember his name right now. That's all right. Uh, I just know he's a Matt. Matt, what's his name? Anyway, however, um, that looks pretty cool, that Predator film. They're also bringing out some Predator comic books as well. Um, Dark Horse is bringing the Predator comic books back. Who doesn't love Predator? I'll I'll be watching Predator movies for the rest of my life. Um, they're just fun. Fantastic character. Um, so, yeah. Now, the next thing... Whoop, sorry. The next thing that's coming, hard and fast, and we're not missing it because we don't have to wait too long for a Fantastic Four movie because Incredibles 2 is coming. Um, The Incredibles 2 trailer, another Incredibles 2 trailer came out, number four. I've put put a video that's got all four of those trailers on there. But this first trailer is pretty fun. What exactly is Mom's new job? She's an advocate for superheroes. It's very, uh... It's a very modern trailer. Very modern superhero. Kind of trailer. Um, but you can watch that. That's in, um... That's in the Making Lemonade playlist on my YouTube, Jordan Moppeth Art. Um, that looks fantastic. I can't wait for that Incredibles 2 film. Um, it looks like it's more Elastigirl-based. And it looks like... Mr. Incredible is playing a bit more of the dad in this one, which is interesting. Um, 
so I can't wait for that. Um, that is coming in... When is Incredibles 2 coming? Uh, incre- it's this year. Incredibles 2 release date. The release date is the 14th of June. Yes, that's so close. All right. It's a good year. It's a good time to be alive and a comic book fan, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. Uh, in other news, there's a Snake Eyes movie coming. Yes, there is. Um, Hasbro has confirmed a Snake Eyes film. They have not confirmed whether uh, Ray Park will be reprising the role, which I think he deserves it. Um, Ray Park is a fantastic, was fantastic as Darth Maul and also as Snake Eyes. And let's be honest, Snake Eyes was the funnest part of the G.I. Joe series anyway, so that will be really cool to see as long as they, you know, I don't have any stakes in that game really, so as long as they do a good job... Um, and just make it a fun, compelling film. That's all they need to do. Um, movie news, other movie news. Shazam has wrapped. Um, they have wrapped filming on Shazam, which is super exciting because I love Shazam. I really can't wait to see the Shazam film. Um, they've wrapped filming. Uh, but it's still going to be a little bit longer. I think it's slated for a 2019... April 5th, 2019 is its debut at theatres. Um, it's premiere, rather. So there's still a bit of time. They still got. They might have to do reshoots. You never know. Um, they'll do a cut of the film, and there's a whole process. They've got to do the CG and make him fly. But what I didn't know was that the history of this film stretches back to January of 2000. New Line Cinemas had slated to produce this film at that time. Shazam went into production limbo until 2014 when Warner Brothers, which had absorbed New Line Cinema in the interim, reintroduced it as part of its DCEU slate. Why not? Zachary Levy looks great as Shazam. Um, Those set photos look awesome. I can't wait to see the official... Um, image. I will be doing a Shazam print. Whether that's for next year or this year, we'll just have to wait and see. But regardless, who doesn't love Shazam? Um, uh, that's just I'm just super excited about that film anyway. Um, and last but not least, if you're a Deadpool fan... If you're not a Deadpool fan, Deadpool 2 is coming, whether you like it or not. And it's coming this week. It's out on the 16th of May. I will be seeing it. You will be seeing it. Hopefully your grandmother's not seeing it because it's probably not for your grandmother. But there's some really interesting stuff going on. I'm really... I'm really... I really like the marketing campaign, and I'll get to that. But the first thing I wanted to say is there's this great article on CBR.com, and they've got great comic book news. That's where I get all my comic book news from. And they've got an article that says, Rob Liefeld cried while watching Deadpool 2. Um, he, He tweeted... And Rob Liefeld, if you don't know who Rob Liefeld is, you probably should if you're a Deadpool fan or a Cable fan or an X-Force fan because Rob Liefeld created Deadpool. He also created the X-Force. He also created Cable 
and Domino and other characters that are featured in Deadpool 2. So, of course, as a creator, he was very emotional seeing this film, which I don't blame him, um, which is fair enough. He has been slated. He tweeted this week, I cried at the end of Deadpool 2. Part was the nostalgia of the particular track blasting, but mostly the emotion that they had landed the plane in such spectacular fashion. The plane is the movie in this analogy. There is no important plane landing sequence I'm referencing. I wiped those tears away as fast as I could before the lights came up because I couldn't have everyone going, why is Liefeld crying over Deadpool 2? Movie is a blast, dream come true, spectacular hurdle cleared, get ready for Cable, Domino, and the rest. That's awesome. That is an awesome review. I cannot wait for this film. And the reason why I cannot wait for this film, and the reason why I love these Deadpool films, and one of the big reasons for these Deadpool films, are the marketing campaigns. Now, I'm going to show you a couple of marketing campaign videos. Well, they're going to be in the Making Lemonade um, playlist, like I said, on my YouTube. Um, But there is one, speaking of Wolverine, there is a great one here. Sorry, that's the trailer. That's not what we want. Hugh Jackman also gave a review and we shall listen now. separate video some stuff and if I yeah don't give him too much attention that's why I can't be done there'll be some happy birthday have a great night let the dogs out let them out no one knows no one ever saw that mystery alright okay so those videos were on Hugh Jackman's um, Instagram this week and that second video, obviously, because you may not be able to see this as this is a podcast, um, was actually Hugh Jackman talking to the camera, and he got distracted by someone in the background. Lo and behold, it was Ryan Reynolds in the Deadpool costume as Deadpool. So, don't know what that means. Maybe it's just a marketing um, campaign. Maybe they're just doing a V ad, maybe in his, his Wolverine. Maybe it's the greatest showman uh, Blu-ray promotion, who knows, um, but hopefully we'll see something um, with that. It seems there's a lot of um, a lot going on around Hugh Jackman uh, lately. Here's another one of those campaigns. This is the David Beckham uh, campaign. You've probably seen this as well, um, but if you haven't, regardless, here we go. You've heard David Beckham speak? It's like he mouth sexed a can of helium. Ever heard David Beckham speak? It's like he mouth sexed a can of helium. I am so sorry. So, so, so. Too soon? Yeah, too soon. Here we go. Oh, God. 
God, finally, that feels so good. You smell amazing, like cinnamon and manhood. Let's never let go. No, 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 we should let go. Let's let go of this burden together. Just wonderful. No. Okay. What were you apologizing for, anyway? Well, just the bit in Deadpool with the, the voice. Doesn't ring a bell. What did you think I was apologizing for? I mean, there's a list. Green Lantern, yep. R.I.P.D. <laughs> Blade Trinity. Oof. Old Neck. Woo! Old Neck was a masterpiece! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a great marketing campaign. <laughs> what? Oh my god, they're going above and beyond with these marketing campaigns. I love it. There's also this one, this Canada one. Canada, a beautiful country steeped in a rich musical history that includes the likes of Adams, Bieber, Young, Buble, Shatner. <laughs> and yet, we've been snubbed by that European sing-song competition thing you guys lose your shit over. Our generous gift of Celine Dion alone should earn us an invite. And don't give me that crap about Canada not being part of the European family. You let in Australia, and they're barely on the planet. What <laughs> stops now, Europe? You've awakened a sleeping moose. All the power of our military. <laughs> Legally, I have to use air quotes. But traffic cones and affordable health care will be coming at you hard. is um wade loves canada trailer um i'm not exactly sure what that was for but it's it's grand it's still fun it's funny it's a great um i think it might have been an advert for eurovision within eurovision to advertise for deadpool too but still marketing campaigns fantastic like just not unlike the last movie they've gone above and beyond again this time i can't wait to see the third one what they do with the marketing but this is the pista resistance <laughs> i think that's how you say it this is the this is the cherry on top this is the best part of this marketing campaign and you've probably seen it if you're a deadpool fan but i'm going to play it anyway cuz i love it it is the celine dion song Ashes, and it is the theme for Deadpool 2, and I'm going to play a little bit of this. If you haven't seen the film clip, do yourself a favour, it is fucking hilarious. But just listen, it's a beautiful song. This is part two of Song of the Week.
I'm not going to spoil the video for you, you need to watch it, but I'll go right to the end to the best part. The end is the best part of it all. Celine! That was amazing! That was the most beautiful performance I've ever seen in my life! Thank you so much, thank you! No, thank you! We need to do it again. Okay. Why? Well, it's too good. Yeah, this is this is Deadpool 2, not Titanic. All right, you're at like an 11. We need to get you down to a five, five and a half tops. Just phone it in. Listen, <laughs> this thing only goes to 11. So beat it, Spider-Man. God, I should have asked in sick. <laughs> 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 So, <laughs> so if you weren't seeing Deadpool 2, you probably will after you watch all these videos and all this marketing campaign. It's brilliant. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> that's all I have to say about movies this week. But I'm going to move on to television. Um, and I'm going to begin with some... Some interesting news. Two shows were cancelled this week. Um, and it's... I think they were on Fox. I believe they were on Fox. And it could be because Fox is doing a merger. But Fox can't... But they cancelled Lucifer in the third season and Inhumans. Now, honestly, no one really cared about Inhumans. Um, I don't think anyone really cared about Inhumans. I mean, I'm sure there were some viewers, but they royally fucked that show up. Um, I saw the first five minutes of it and was was sorely disappointed. I saw the trailer of it and I was sorely disappointed. I don't think anyone was watching Inhumans. They undersold it. They underdid it. And... They cut Medusa's hair off, so I don't think anyone was missing that. But Lucifer isn't a terrible show. I mean, now I'm kind of happy that Lucifer has been cut off at three seasons because I only have to watch three seasons. <laughs> but Lucifer wasn't a terrible show. Um, I believe it was a Neil Gaiman spin-off from Sandman in the comics. Yeah, I think it was. Very interesting, very intriguing show. I quite enjoyed it. I was watching it on Netflix for a while, and I will go back and watch it now that there's only three seasons to watch. Um, also, in fun news, the TV schedule, the comic book's TV schedule has come out. Uh, please bear with me. Uh, here we go, the full comic book television release schedule. Has come out. So currently airing Teen Titans Go Season 4, DuckTales Season 1, Fear the Walking Dead Season 4, Gotham Season 4 on Fox, 
Lucifer, season three on Fox. Yes, yeah, so that was a Fox show. Supergirl, season three. The Flash, season four. Riverdale, Arrow, Big Hero 6, the series. Oh, oh, cool. Season one of Big Hero 6, the series. That sounds cool. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., season five. iZombie, season four. Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout, season three. Cool. Need to get around to watching that as well. Krypton, season one. Legion, season two. I need to watch Krypton as well. Lost in Space, season one on Netflix. 2018. Um, slated to come in 2018 is Cloak and Dagger season 1 which will be on Freeform not sure what that is Um, June 22nd Luke Cage season 2 Netflix of which we will get to soon Uh, June 24th Preacher season 3 nice love Preacher big fan of Preacher watch Preacher if you're not watching it Um, Winona Earp season 3 July 20 the unspecified 2018 Oh, this is interesting. Interesting. The unspecified 2018 is The Flash Season 5, Black Lightning Season 2, DC Legends of Tomorrow Season 4, Riverdale Season 3, Arrow Season 7, Supergirl Season 4, Avengers Assemble, Umbrella Academy, Spider-Man, The Walking Dead, Season 9, DC Superhero Girls, Ninjak vs. The Valiant Universe. I need to watch that. That looks really cool. New Warriors, this one I'm really intrigued by. Titans, Season 1. Um, Young Justice Outsiders, Season 3. Uh, Hilda the Gifted, Daredevil, Season 3. Iron Fist, Season 2. Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Season 1. And The Nameless City. Um, unspecified as of 2019. Oh, I didn't know these were happening. Swamp Thing. Swamp fucking thing. Yes, please. Yes, please. It's been way too long before uh, waiting for Swamp Thing. The Boys? Harley Quinn? Oh, yes. Season one of a Harley Quinn show. That will be cool. I wonder if that's in the CW universe. I will report on that next week. I'm going to look into that. That's really interesting. I'm going to look into the Swamp Thing as well. Um, the Tick, season two, and The Rocketeer. Oh, oh Disney Junior. All right, it's going to be Kids Rocketeer. Okay, well, but still, that's good. Um, and then there's a whole lot in production. Uh, that we have here, which look to be a whole lot of things that no one's ever heard. Oh, Jessica Jones season three um, is in production. Uh, I've yet to watch season two, so I'll let you know. Season two of The Punisher, uh, The Runaway season two, uh, Sin City uh, with the Weinstein Company and Dimension. Oh, okay. Let's not mention the Weinstein Company just yet. Um,. The Watchmen TV show, which of, uh, of which I'm not too sure about. Witchblade as well, cool. Judge Dredd, Mega City 1, very nice. There's a lot of fantastic, wonderful, magnificent television coming soon for all us comic book nerds and fans. Um, oh, this Swamp Thing looks cool. They've released the logo. Okay, I will be looking into that. That's cool. Um, so that's the TV schedule for 2018. Plenty of stuff coming this year. Um, in other TV news, Rick and Morty has been picked up for 70 episodes. <laughs> 70 ep- Yes, you heard me correctly. 70 episodes. Which means that we are going to be watching Rick and Morty. Those of us who do, and if you don't, why aren't you? Because it's the best television show on TV right now. That means... We will be watching Rick and Morty for quite some time. Um, I 
think that we deserve a lot of Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is fantastic. Rick and Morty should continue going. It is beautiful. Um, and that means it's been renewed for a fourth season, which is good. I'm going to go back and watch Rick and Morty just for my own creativity because it's a fantastic show. If you're a creative, watch Rick and Morty because you will be thoroughly inspired story-wise, visually-wise. Um, you'll be inspired to do some weird shit, really. Um that's what's so great about Rick and Morty. In other television news, now this is really cool. Luke Cage is coming. Luke Cage Season 2 is coming. Uh, finally. The trailer is up on YouTube now. I will put that trailer up in Making Lemonade playlist. Um, as I don't want to play it right now because I don't want to get sued. Although I probably won't get sued. Oh, fuck it. Let's just play it. Yo, I'm Luke Cage. Oh, he's on fire. Cool. You want to test me? You know where to find me. Watch it with me. Got it all, man. Everybody talking about Luke Cage like he's Jesus. I ain't no joke. I used to let Mike smoke. The bulletproof black man. For the hard rocks, he's a ghetto boogeyman of their nightmares. Ah, oh, damn, he's bulletproof too. Got her arm. It's my show. <laughs> oh, that looks dope. I love that show. If you guys want, um, if you guys want a copy of my Black Panther slash Luke Cage poster, that's on my website. I love that show so much. I'm so ready for season two. Um, I think it's, I think Black Lightning is just as good. I think Luke Cage is fantastic. I'm loving these ghetto superheroes. They are speaking about real issues they're starting conversations they're fantastic and speaking of conversations i need to start one here now or i want to talk about stuff that has been starting conversations and that means we'll be moving on to the fifth and final pillar 
some shit I need to talk about. Now, the shit I was talking about last week was the infamous, or perhaps he's not the infamous, oh, he is the infamous, I suppose, the infamous Kanye West. Um, Now, he's come out, and we were speaking about his TMZ interview and the mental breakdown he had um, in the last week. And I was... He has come out and spoken about this issue uh, very, very publicly. He has um, done an interview. And I think there's some really interesting things in this interview. Because I I watched this... this, Excuse me. I watched this this morning. And there are some very interesting ideas going on that he is portraying. Um, I suppose I'll just let you listen. I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's about... Seven or eight minutes long, but I will play through it and I'm going to talk through it. So here we go. And I'm telling you, I am Warhol. I am the number one most impactful artist of our day. It's not even about Kanye. This morning, new details are emerging about Kanye it's called the crazy ones. The last time uh, I think people heard about you in the news was Kanye West was having a mental breakdown. So mentally well, I mean. um, I think I'm in a stronger place than I ever than I ever was after the the breakdown, or I like to say the breakthrough. What do you, this what is do you, an what do you think edit video. Fear, stress. So I just, I just want to pause this here. This is an edit video that someone's put together of a bunch of interviews. Um, there's one particular interview, I'm not sure who it's with, but it's very interesting. Um, and it's, I think it's a reaction to what happened at TMZ. So I'll keep playing. Being control, manipulation, being a, a pawn and a chess piece of life, stressing things that create validation that I didn't need to worry about as much. This is the concept of competition and being in competition with so many, you know, elements at one time. On a, on a race against time, your age. Oh, yo, you're getting old. Race against popularity on the radio. Khaled got this song, Drake got this song. On the radio, he's playing the dev. St. Pablo ain't playing. You're feeling like helpless every day. Every day, I'm trying to learn something. And every day, I get, you know, I get afraid. I, I'm, I'm fearful of things, and I just use bravery to overcome what I'm fearful of. Now, I think what he said there is really interesting. In that, that's quite a bearing of his soul, and not many celebrities get out there in interviews and say, "I'm afraid of things." They pretend like they're not, and at the end of the day, celebrities are just people too. So. I think there's definitely some stuff that can be learnt from that. It's really interesting too how he said it was a breakthrough, not a breakdown. It seemed like he was going crazy, but he wasn't. He was realizing something that he was so caught up in um, that he didn't need to be, and that being celebrity and money and stress from unnecessarily places in his life. And I think that can be definitely applied to a lot of people. 
I'm praying an outer body experience would happen so people can see my light and know it's not just rapping. I use the world as my therapy, as my, as my therapist. Anyone I talk to is my therapist. And I put that as advice to people. It's like, use people around you as your therapist. You know, I hit the glass ceiling. You ever seen a bird fly to a window? Hell yeah. They don't know it's glass. That was me. When I hit that hospital, that was a bird flying into the window. And, you know, I, I could have, you know, not made it out of it. But I survived it, shit. But it's, um... Are you scared of that happening again? Um, you haven't... A breakdown? A breakthrough? Nah. Nah. I'm happy it happened. I'm happy to see have, have gone to the other side and back. The moment when you're in the hospital bed and you're next to your friend and you tell them, don't let this person leave my side, and they put you inside of an elevator and take all your friends away from you. That was the scariest moment of my life. Yeah. HSP, you, you were paranoid of everything. You don't believe nothing. You're just seeing through all of the simulation. Everybody's phony. Everybody's an actor. All the shit. And then they make your friends, the only people you believe in, leave your side. I can't express to you, like, how traumatizing that moment is. I don't know what happened to him going to hospital. I don't know what he's referring to with HSP, but I completely understand the glass ceiling he was talking about. Some of us need to hit a rock bottom, and rock bottom may be lower than others, but everyone needs to hit a place sometimes to have an epiphany and to realize um, their value, uh, what they're worth, what they're capable of, um, and realize that who they think they are isn't necessarily who they can be, and it isn't necessarily the best version of themselves. And it seems like even in this video, Kanye's not flaunting anything. He's not overdressed. Yeah, he's wearing a nice jacket. Yeah, he's wearing some nice jeans, but and a gold chain, but it looks like he's got a saint, one of those saint chains on. And that's all he's wearing. He doesn't have grills. He's got his blonde hair. It seems like he's kind of... What he's saying is very rational. Um, what he's saying is very logical in that the world, we have this crazy idea of society, and if you're not part of that idea of society, then you're not normal. You're not okay. But really, a lot of what we have to do in society, a lot of the rules that we have to abide by, are slightly psychotic. When you break them down, when you realize that you have to dedicate your life to fame or stardom or success or money or whatever it is, sometimes people need to really hit that, especially as creatives. If you're an illustrator, if you're a writer, if you're creative like me and you know in, in your heart and soul that you need to create, you need to learn to be the best version of yourself. Otherwise, you can't create the best stuff. And yes, emotion in bad times creates wonderful things, but it also can drive you to insanity, and suicide, and terrible places, and toxic ideas. So I think what he's saying here is very interesting. Let me find... When I tweeted I was in debt, that gave me power. That I took my power back. Because it's like someone trying to say, like, yo, if you say this, you're not going to be cool no more. And it's like, man, my financial situation don't make me 
Yeah. I'm in debt, now what? And I'm still yay. You have to follow your gut feeling. You know, everyone has a position in the universe and you know I've been made and it's a little bloated but for maybe he's just relaxing expressive I gotta follow my gut when I have that fear I say I have to be you know brave stop strategizing so much stop setting so many plays stop doing things only based in fear like the universe will assist you when you are acting in love when you're acting in love, you're like a drop of water and you have the ocean as your army. When you act in fear, it's just you and your money. Acting in fear. Sorry, I know I said I wasn't going to play this whole thing, but this I'm, I'm going to play this through because I want to do some reaction stuff to this. Acting in fear, that is what everybody does. We all act in fear. You've got to understand, guys, that fear drives you, but it shouldn't be the core of your decisions. Acting in fear of not being accepted, of not being, of being flawed. Sorry to tell everybody, but you're flawed. We all are. If you are a human being, and you live on this earth, you're flawed. It's just how it is. And you've got to either accept that or fight it. But if you fight it, you'll be miserable. I promise you. I myself have struggled with this kind of thing. I'm not going to get into length with that because I'll probably bore you guys with it. But as creatives, and I'm going to keep bringing this back to being creative, as creatives and illustrators and writers and artists and actors and musicians and everything, we can't work in fear. We can't strategize. If you strategize too much, if you think about things too much, you're going to drive yourself insane. Just let it happen. Just do your thing. Do your best. Be you. And create. Let's keep it going. Bravery is more important than perfection. Mm. Feeling is more important <clears throat> than thought. People get so... They put so much thought into it. What's going to happen? I ain't going to give the universe that. Nah, I'm going to face it. And they're going to face me. You know, you look at this mountaintop, and at the top of the mountain, it's all these tools for life. So, you proceed, you say, I need these tools in order to win at life. So you proceed to climb up the mountain, but you, you need tools in order to get up the mountain to climb up, you're collecting tools and stuff. By the time you get to the top of the mountain, you got more tools than was at the top. So it's like, you an artist, you a rapper. We love you for the music, gay. Don't don't think about nothing. Don't think about business. Blah 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 blah. And I would just, you know, the thing we was talking about before. We talk about Obama and Trump in the other room. We talk about trust me. Like I would just trust. Just trust the manager. Let them do everything. Uh, let them handle everything. Let them handle. You know, let them hire business manager or this and that. And you get a manager or a manager or a manager, and then it becomes one big racket where it's like the tour guy is talking to the label guy, is talking to the manager, is talking to the guy that sold you the house, and talks to you, blah blah, and then you're just trapped. You you don't you're not in control of your life anymore. And at that point, you could be easily manipulated. You know. Uh, whole album with Paul McCartney can end up becoming a single for Rihanna. See, this is the whole thing. We cannot 
sorry, I'm not going to tell you guys what to do, but it's, we, we can struggle. We've got to try to stop ourselves. And I try this very hard as well to stop ourselves from judging people in these situations. Because what he just said right there about the manager and the tour guide and the all culminating from an album with Paul McCartney was coaxed out from underneath him and manipulated from underneath him. An album with Kanye West and Paul McCartney turned into one song, which was four or five seconds. That's a very good analogy to say that you don't know what these people are going through. You don't know what people are going through. You don't know why they're going nuts, why they're going insane. They're being bombarded and the media makes people look terrible. And we've got to stop pushing each other. Stop. Try to stop judging each other. Just try your best, at least once a day. Try to say, no, I can't judge that person. I don't know what they're going through. Anyway, I'm going to continue. Because, you know, you're trapped in this box. All this power in being controlled and calm. You know, X-Men really understanding how to really use his uh, power. Or Superman. That's me. This is like, once the kryptonite is gone, I got the confidence. Everything is possible. Building acres, raps, stadium tours, designs, companies, ideas to ignite the next generations. Like, everything is possible, you know? And I'm just a vessel, and that's my job in the universe. As a servant to the world, I have to be me. I'm not as good a servant if I'm not yay. I understand that. And that's the end of the video, I believe. Let's have a look and see. I think that's all he had to say. Yeah. So that video will be in the Making Lemonade. It's by the Mulligan Brothers. Um, that's such a great edit. I think that's a great way to end that as well. If you're going to do things, don't just do one thing. Learn everything. Learn the business. Learn how to run it. Learn the financials. He said, he's got so much power. That analogy is so great. There's so much power there that you need to learn how to use it all. You need to learn how to use it to your advantage. And we need to stop judging people. And you stop judging people for under our own preconceived notions. And that's some positivity for this week. Finally... The last thing I want to talk about, and I said I'd talk about this earlier, and I'm going on a little longer than I'd like to, so I'll try and cut this down, but this is America. Woo-hoo! Now, this is America. Damn, where's this video? I've got to find this video. Guys, are got to bear with me. It's only me doing this, so... Um, this is America. There we go. Have you watched the video yet? You better. I hope you have.
This is America. Okay, so this video has become a complete cultural phenomenon overnight. It was only released on the 5th of May. And it has now got 97 million... 97 million views. It is the number one trending video on YouTube. And there is a really good reason why. And if you haven't been one of those 97 million... 97 million 18,340 views you need to be you need to add yourself to that because even my dad was talking to me about this this morning it is phenomenal I've put a few videos up and I'm going to put a couple more um, this is this video is based around a theme of the of gun violence in black America. Um, and I was watching a video this morning. Um, I don't know if you know Dad Reacts. Um, older older African-American man with his son and they react to videos. Um, culturally significant videos. And he was saying something really interesting in that. This is a conversation piece. Look, I could break this down all day. There's bits about... Um, I think it's uh, San Francisco. No, there was a shooting at a, of a choir. He shoots a choir. He shoots children. He shoots people. Like, And then at the end, he's running away. And that's significant to black, black men and spending generation after generation running away from police and running for their lives. Um, but what this is, is it's another conversation piece. Peace. He has set this off. He's put this together knowing that the Han Solo film is coming out as well. He's released it very timely um, to do a bit of cross-promotion. I'm certain of um, whether it's indirect or not, unintentionally or not, it's happening. Um, this song is just as significant as Ye versus the People like we were talking about last week, except that was a little bit more like, oh no, that was Black Lives Matter stuff. Um but this is a conversation starter and it's started a whole lot of conversations and it's fantastic. It's a, just watch it. You'll understand what I mean when you watch this. Um, but there's a reason why it's so significant. There's a reason why it's got 97 million views, not unlike Jonah Lucas's I'm Not Racist. Very similar. We may talk about that at another stage. However, there is a lot going on. I've put a couple of... Um, breakdown videos there in the playlist for the podcast um, and that will give you an understanding of how significant this really this song um, especially this week and how f- powerful and impactful this song has been in building the conversation sorry I still got the sniffles a bit here um, so yeah, the dad reacts is there. Um, it's ready to watch. Uh, watch watch those videos. Watch that. I've got that video in the playlist as well. And that's all I have to say about that. Finally, I'm going to show you guys some funny stuff. Something funny. Again, these videos will be there. Um, these are some things that just made me laugh this week. <laughs> um, and they are... 
Uh, well, I did show you the Deadpool stuff, so this is my something funny this week. And this is Storytime by Will Smith. I think this is a great story. It's it's just fantastic. It's just wonderful. And there's another there's another stand-up piece. I won't play that today, but that's Ivan Aristoguieta, and he's got a great bit on pieces of paper and avocado. So watch that, but I'm going to play this Will Smith to send us out for the week. The first and only time I ever met Michael Jackson was at the BET Awards. And I wanted to meet him my whole life. And I saw him like from across the room, but he was, he was just too far. And I was like, God, I just couldn't get to him in the crowd. And I'm like, the day is going by. And I'm like, yo, I'm about to go this whole award show and I'm not going to meet my idol. I was like, I got to meet Mike. So they call me and they take me back and I'm about to present my award. And I see him and he's across the room. And I was like, a pack. And I was like, oh, I'm about to meet Mike. I'm about to meet Mike. And then all of a sudden you see the crowd start to go into a little bit of a frenzy. And my security comes over and they grab me like, we got to move, we got to move. And I'm like, no, I got to meet Mike. They were like, sir, we got to move now. I was like, what happened? What happened? He said, sure, now it happened. And they grab me and they take me and they run me across the room and I'm looking, I can't see him. People are scurrying around down this hall and go around. I'm like, no idea where we are. And he opens this door and shoves me into like this dirty ass utility closet just like mops and interrogation light bulbs swinging at the top and i'm standing there and i got my head up against the door and i'm listening and people running and i'm hearing screaming and all that stuff i'm like yo this is crazy show is a lunatic he's still in jail right <laughs> <laughs> Make sure Shug's still in jail if I'm going to tell this story. I'm standing there, and I got my head up against the door, and I'm listening, and people are running, and I'm hearing screaming and all of that stuff. I'm listening, listening, and all of a sudden, it starts to get quiet. And I'm like, yo. And I hear, hey. Go! And I turn around, and Michael Jackson is behind me in the closet. I was like, oh, Mike? He's like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, sh- what? hey, what's up, man? What do you think's going on out there? Uh, sugar and them, sugar and them tripping. Sugar's <laughs> always tripping. All that success, and he can't figure out how to be happy. Yeah, it's crazy, Mike. Does he like comic books? Yeah, 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 I love comics, Mike. I love comics. You know, I didn't, I don't know nothing about no comic books, but <laughs> I got, I'm here with Michael Jackson. I ain't gonna tell him that. Yeah, I've got a Fantastic Four, first edition, number four. Want to trade for that? I got the, the new edition. Uh, uh, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike. Yeah, that's the one. So, uh, first appearance of Ralph. I don't think I've read that one. So I got Michael Jackson, like captive audience, all to myself. I'm like all the questions I could have asked, everything I could have said. What's the glove made out of? Uh, what's Tito like? Uh, can you moonwalk forward? Is Annie okay? <laughs> all that stuff. Blue. And then all of a sudden, the door bursts open and security puts his hand on my face and shoves me out the way like he never saw the Fresh Prince. And he's like, Mike, we gotta go. And he grabs Mike. Mike goes to the door. And I'm laying back in the mops. And then Mike looks and he turns and he makes eye contact with me. He says, bye, Will. See you around. And he goes off. And that was the only time I ever met Michael Jackson. <laughs> I guess I got Suge Knight to thank for it. And that is our funny story for the end of the day, end of the podcast. 
thank you everybody so much for listening yet again this week. This was so much fun doing another solo episode. I will do be, be doing plenty more. I'm looking at doing more co-hosted episodes. I have a few plans in the works. I'm not going to say anything specific just yet, just to be sure. Um, but yeah, I've got some. I got some friends coming. Um, we got some friends coming to the making lemonade hot seat, and we will be talking about some fantastic stuff. Um, but once again, thank you so much for watching, guys. I will put the song of the week at the end of the podcast, as always. Um, this has been episode three of Making Lemonade. Um, like I said, follow me on Instagram, Jordan Morpeth Art. There's now a Making Lemonade Instagram, Make Lemonade Podcast, or at Make Lemonade Podcast. Um, I'm Jordan Morpeth Art. My website is www.jordanmorpethart.com. Um, and thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for coming and making some more lemonade. Um, We'll see you next week. Stay weird, everybody. What's left to say? These prayers aren't working anymore Every word shot down in flames What's left to do with these broken pieces on the floor I'm losing my voice calling on you Cause I've been shaking, I've been bending backwards till I'm broke Watching all these dreams go up in smoke Let beauty come So if you didn't notice, guys, um, I know the song of the week was This Is America, but I just couldn't help but play Ashes by Celine Dion. It fills me with such strength and beauty, and I thought it would encourage all of you. It's such a wonderful song. Um, And I'm also kind of concerned that Disney and Childish Gambino are going to sue me. I know... It's weird. I'm not quite monetized yet, but if this is monetized in the future, then let's just try to avoid that. Plus, Deadpool 2. Okay, thanks, guys. <laughs>